Roaring throughout the house, the creaking doors and the shake of them slamming shut. Teddy led the charge, refusing to admit what was happening. If he just kept pushing forward, they'd find an old room. Or better yet, an exit. Stupid. This is all stupid. Tanvir and Jeremy never responded to him. Jeremy wanted to reach out and assure him it's fine, but he couldn't help but bite his own tongue when he tried. So, he just observed whatever new room they came into. Occasionally, he'd touch something or bring something with him until he'd get bored. Whenever that happened, he'd just leave it in that room, letting the cycle repeat. Tanvir, meanwhile, just walked and followed. As much as he would have loved to hide his fear, his shoulders couldn't help but wilt towards his chest, as he picked out the skin of his fingers. They stood in the study, the kind you'd find in a wealthy home, complete with a real deer head on the wall. All three avoided eye contact with the head, but silently acknowledged it being there, and its eerie, dead stare. Between two doors, Teddy went to the smaller one by the fancy redwood desk. Attempting his same tactic of turning and throwing open the door, it failed on him. The lock jimmied but held under his death grip. His eyebrows jumped, a light dashing through his clover eyes. Aha! He continued to fight with the doorknob, the clicking of metal fidgeting under his grasp. The longer he struggled, the more confident he became, his shoulders arching to give him more force. Tanvir, after almost a minute of Teddy grunting and trying to pry open the door, spoke. Ted? Teddy, I, I think it's locked. Do you think I don't know that? He snapped back. I can get it open, though. The whole point is that it can't be opened. I don't think you can do that. Oh, and like you're doing anything. Just shut up and let me figure this out. I'm just saying, this isn't gonna work. You know what? Screw it. Teddy stepped away. Tanvir patted him on the shoulder. Yeah, come on, there's another door. I doubt a locked one is gonna get us out. Just then, Teddy slammed his boot against the door, right next to the lock. The door busted open with a satisfying crack and wheeze. Jeremy and Tanvir jumped back while Teddy cheered. Yes! Guess my dad taught me something! Having his anger rewarded, Teddy looked into the room and smiled. I told you! It's the old living room! From the front of the house! Wait, really? Jeremy pushed past Tanvir, who was also clambering to see. And just as Teddy said, there it was. The same old furniture, radios, and most importantly, doorways. They rushed through to these doorways to find the exit. It should have led to the foyer with the dusty shoes. Should have. The doorway led down another hallway. One with little light and grime and nothing close to the stacks of boxes and old wallpaper they remembered. Their faces dropped. Before the others could speak, Teddy groaned with a pained aggression. He turned back into the living room, refusing to amuse whatever force was playing with them. He looked around back and forth before it clicked. There were windows. With light. The truck is still there. He commented, surprised by what he said. It's still normal out there. I, I don't get it. Jeremy shook his head. None of this makes sense. No, but I know what to do. Teddy, be careful. Tanvir backed up, starting to get an idea of what his friend's problem-solving tactics were. Teddy backed up, just like before, now against the edge of the couch. He stiffened his muscles, tucked his head, and lunged towards the window. Shoulder first, he planned to burst through the window and onto the decrepit porch. Tanvir tensed his ears for a loud crash of broken glass, but that never came. Instead, there was just a loud thud and a yelp. Teddy staggered back, and all three saw no damage. Tanvir muttered questions to himself, before Teddy tried again, smacking against the glass and falling back. God, Ted, quit it! He reached for Teddy and tried to pull him back, but like trying to restrain a bull, he just continued, using a shoulder, elbow, and boot to do any sort of damage. And every time, the glass just stayed perfect, albeit a bit more smudged. Ted! What? A red mark was growing on his head and he swayed ever so slightly. Are you insane? Tandiria responded, almost offended by his anger. You're gonna bust your head open! You're literally throwing yourself against the window! It's obviously not gonna break! Well, it's our only shot! Jeremy had turned away and stared down the hallway. It looked just like the one they'd first saw, but somehow off. The pictures were gone and said boxes littered the walls. 
They were old and struggling to hold itself up. Though, towards the bottom of one of them was a stain Jeremy hadn't seen before. One that was black and slick. At least he guessed, since it was a bit too dark to see properly. After a moment or two, Jeremy began to descend down the hallway to get a better look. I'd rather we find another way than you cracking your head open. Who knows if we can even find a first aid kit if you get hurt? Teddy didn't answer. His shoulders tensed. Tanvir's eyebrows stayed pressed against his brow. He knew he was right. But that only justified his next idea. The explosion of wooden splinters shot in every direction. Tanvir shielded himself and Teddy flinched. There was a moment of silence between the two before Tanvir threw his hands up towards Teddy. What the hell? I thought it would work! It's better than my head! He simply responded, almost surprised he wasn't cheering him on. At least tell me, you will! I could have gotten something in my eye! God, you are just never happy! You're a baby, that's what it is! Tanvir recoiled his head, his dark eyes warning Teddy to step down before he said something worse. I'm a baby? You've been slamming doors and muttering to yourself for the last 20 minutes! You're throwing yourself against windows and yelling at us when it doesn't work! Throwing a tantrum isn't going to help us! Well, I don't see you coming up with plans! This is what you do, Tanvir! You just sit there while I actually do things, and then nag me when I justifiably get angry! Excuse me? Tanvir shouted, puffing his chest down and getting closer to Teddy's face. Occasionally jumping at their shouting and profanity-filled insults, he sighed and rolled his eyes. Before the box, he crouched down and looked at it, the grease spreading across the cardboard like the bottom of an old pizza box. And towards the epicenter of the stain was a black pooling of slime leaking onto the rug. The distant light from the living room reflected off the goo, revealing a mirror-like effect. Jeremy could see a warped and frayed version of him within the slime. With a subconscious smirk, he tilted his head from side to side to see the mirror warp and change. The game was interrupted by the droplet hitting Jeremy's face. He jumped back, feeling the cold slime slowly run down the side of his nose bridge. He looked up, finding the same staining on the ceiling above him. It seemed new, with no grease around the black infection. Keeping his eye contact with the ceiling, he brought his fingers to his face and wiped it away. It definitely wasn't water like he thought. The mucus far too viscous to be any sort of rust or water damage. Any mixture Jeremy's mind thought of wouldn't have explained the color or the thickness. Between his fingers, he watched the slime shine travel throughout its contents. It feels like I'm the only one carrying this team. Jeremy never knows what he's doing, and you're behaving like a child. You just love to brute force your way through anything and everything. And I'm sick of it! I'm sick of you thinking you're the leader, when I'm the only one actually thinking. Tanvir ranted, his finger nearly touching Teddy's chest. Daggers were shared between the two, locked in a fiery stare. <laughs> Teddy cackled. You're carrying the team. Wow. <laughs> okay. How about you do the paperwork? How about you deal with the incompetent police force? How about you deal with this job the way that I do? I'm the one even making this happen. You just mop up some scum's blood. Oh, I am so proud of you doing your job. I can never do what was asked of you. I could never do the bare minimum. Listen, you weren't doing anything new. You weren't some savior for doing your job. You're just whining about the higher-ups while we suck it up. Teddy scoffed, tossing his hand limply at Tanvir. As if you don't bend from time to time. He rolled his eyes, breaking their glare. The shorter man contemplated slapping him clean across the face, anything to shut him up. Every day, every day when we work, you have some new bull to bring up and rant about. All you know how to do is whine, whine, and whine. It is infuriating. Makes me feel like that's all you use me for. As if that's all I am, he shouted, his face burning. I'm done hearing this. I'm done. We can talk about this when we leave. Come on, Jeremy. He turned, expecting Jeremy to be standing there as always. But instead, it was just empty space. Tanvir looked all around him and down the hallway, but didn't see him. Jeremy? Where is he? 
Teddy asked. I, I don't know. He came towards the hallway and looked in, the dark blurring distant boxes together. Tanvir raised his voice. Jeremy! Jeremy! Did he go back into the other room? It's not like him to leave without us. Especially at a time like this. No, I, I, I don't think so. Ted, look. He stepped into the dark hallway, a sense of deja vu tingling up his spine. Teddy reluctantly followed, boots forcing a muffled scream from the old carpet. Tanvir led him to a large box, and upon closer inspection, revealed a mess of slime. The thick substance stretched thin as it was thrown against its surroundings. Teddy swore under his breath, unsure of what to make of it. Looks, looks like vomit. What kind of vomit is black like that? Well, it can't be tar. That just doesn't make sense, Teddy responded, pointing at it. But black vomit does? Tanvir cut himself off. <gasps> look, Teddy, look at that wall. There revealed a handprint, smearing the mucus in a panicked reach for safety. God. You think it's his? Tanvir blankly asked. Has to be. Looks too new. How, though? Deep within the house, a shrill scream echoed through the walls. Tanvir and Teddy froze, blood running ice cold. Teddy stood to his feet, looking dead at Tanvir. No words needed to be shared. They knew who it was. Thank you so much for listening to House Call. My name is Sprite, and if you'd like more art and updates, you can follow me at MKG Sprite Stain on Instagram and Twitter.